welcome to Newsline Live podcast. I'm Neha. It's a proud moment for all Indians as India's first indigenous aircraft carrier, INS Vikrant, will be commissioned into the Navy on the 2nd of September in a grand event that will see the presence of Prime Minister Narendra Modi do the honours. With the commissioning of INS Vikrant, India will join a list of select few nations which have the capability to build and operate aircraft carriers. India has only one aircraft carrier as of today, the Russian-origin INS Vikramaditya, a 44,500-ton vessel. INS Vikrant will be the fourth aircraft carrier operated by the Indian Navy. It's undoubtedly a massive feat achieved by India and gives a much-required push to the government's Make in India initiative. What does it mean for India's security? I'm in discussion with former spokesperson Navy, Captain D.K. Sharma. Welcome to News 9 Live Podcast, Captain Sharma. Thank you. Thank you, Neha. I'll begin by asking you, how big an achievement is it for us, sir? Well, uh, it's a red-letter day for Indian uh, government, Indian population, India as a whole, Indian Navy, that tomorrow, that is 2nd September, we will have our own aircraft carrier, which we have made ourselves. Till now, the last three, as you have brought out, INS Vikrant, INS Virat, these two were taken from the Royal Navy in the late 60s and late 80s. Virat came in 1987 and INS Vikrant, which is now going to be coming in her new avatar tomorrow, was uh, inducted in the Indian Navy in the late 60s. INS Vikrant, followed by INS Virat, and then we got INS Vikramaditya from Russia. It was retrofitted and then brought into India, and uh, it was dedicated to the nation on the 14th June 2014 by Prime Minister Narendra Modi himself. So this is the second aircraft carrier, but the only change and the difference is that this is the pride of Indian indigenous industry, where Cochin Shipyard, which is under the Ministry of Shipping, took the lead along with the naval designers and <clears throat> so many ancillary industries, so many stakeholders, that it took us quite a bit of time, but the result is there for you all to see. It's a world-class ship, aircraft carrier, Anas Vikrant, which has been made by us. It is at par with the best of the construction in the world. And uh, tomorrow onwards, it will be dedicated to the nation and will fly the Indian naval colors from tomorrow onwards, which also the Indian naval ensign is also changing tomorrow. So it's, it's a very, very huge, huge achievement, huge feat right. achieved by India. Absolutely. So uh, how much will it add to India's naval security net? You see, uh, India, if you see that India has got a coastline of 7,516 kilometers, which means that we have an exclusive economic zone spanning more than 3.5 million square kilometers, which also covers the group of islands, thousand small, small islands, which are the Andaman and Nicobar group of islands on the east and the Lakadives and Minicoy group of islands on the west. Now, if you see our area of responsibility, the Indian Ocean, it starts from the east coast of Africa 
it you know it's full of arabian sea it is uh, northern indian ocean southern indian ocean then you come to the eastern side the bay of bengal it goes up to the malacca straits and down below it is on the west side of indonesia and australia so that is the kind of uh, area of responsibility which the indian navy has got now if you don't have the ships commensurate with doing the task i mean say how do we uh, you know ensure pre flow of commerce which means sea lanes of communication are not disturbed at all and the world trade flows unhindered so for this you need ships and assets so aircraft carrier is one of those which can you know project power and can take charge of the situation which can dominate the area and ensure that whatever is happening happens by the rules by the books and we have been you know proponents of uh, following the rule book so uh, i would say the the importance of aircraft cannot be you know undermined in this because an aircraft carrier with a pack of fighters and helicopters it's mm-hmm. a very very formidable platform and it can you know keep a huge amount of area under surveillance and can exercise full control over it so uh, uh, actually speaking there is no match to the capability and the kind of the might which an aircraft carrier brings to any navy so right. yes it's a, it's a huge huge addition it's going to be a, a very big step and a very huge uh, addition to our inventory of assets and uh, it's a game changer because uh, we have two very distant areas one is to the east of uh, the indian coast and one is to the west of the indian coast and if we have two operational aircraft carriers the carrier battle groups we can have a total control over the sea which is a much much desired and that is what we aspire for that we should have <clears throat> each and every square inch of the sea under right. our control and ensure that the sea lanes of communication are absolutely uh, free of any kind of hindrances right so are we in need of more aircraft carriers you know if so how many senior officers have said that we don't need a third carrier to patrol our waters see, effectively it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a point which has been debated time and uh, you know time immemorial but the point is india has been operating aircraft carriers it has been you know uh, in our scheme of things our maritime capability plans do talk of it and uh, if you ask me ideally we should have at any given time three aircraft carriers so that two are available to the navy they are operationally available and the third one can go into normal maintenance routine maintenance refits and uh, you know so the, but today the cost of the aircraft carrier and the assets on top that i am talking about the fighters and the helicopters and the air early warning and various other kinds of aircraft which are required to be positioned on board the aircraft carrier so that is the biggest debate but ideally speaking indian navy has been seeking and you know uh, right. putting up its case very very regularly with the mod with the government of india that we we do need three aircraft carriers because that is the kind of requirement and if you see the threat perception now uh, the way china is uh, expanding its influence the area of influence so we will need uh, you know a third carrier battle group 
so that two are always available and can be put into service should there be any uh, need or the, should the situation demands. Right. So with the Vikrant's edition, we'll have two active carrier groups. China already yeah. has more and it's also planning many more. Now, looking at the Indo-Pacific, you know, how many more aircraft carrier groups does India need to become a net security provider in the Indo-Pacific region? You see, uh, as per our uh, uh, statement of the Prime Minister and our foreign policy, we are the net security provider to our literals, which okay. means that, yes, we will respond and we have been responding as it's since the Boxing Day tsunami in 2004. We have been there for any kind of emergency which has happened in Indian Ocean region. And that is what is our area of responsibility. Whether you call it Madagascar, whether it is in Malay, whether it is in Sri Lanka, or whether it is in Indonesia, uh, or Bangladesh, Myanmar, wherever things have gone wrong or wherever you know there was a need to step in, whether it is uh, you know humanitarian disaster and relief, so you will find that India has been there. And the best kind of, you see, when you have to provide immediate aid and support and, you know, relief to any country, yes, aircraft can reach their fastest. But the amount of volume of uh, the relief which a ship can take. So similarly, uh, uh, your question is that how many aircraft carriers do we need? Uh, ideally speaking, three carrier battle groups are good enough for us to look after the security and keep a check on the activities of our adversaries in the IOR. But yes, when you talk of Indo-Pacific, then we have our own partners. We are, uh, you know, a kind of a, in coalition with US, Japan, Australia, and various uh, other very, very formidable navies so that the whole area will be divided and uh, responsibilities will be taken over. And uh, as you know, it, Eric, uh, US operates 10 super carriers, which means right. 1 lakh ton plus nuclear carriers, which can carry 70 to 80 fighter jets. Right now they operate super hornets. And uh, with QE2, with the Royal Navy also coming in, uh, very recently, last three, four months back, QE2 was here on deployment. In this part of the world, they went that ship went into the South China Sea, did her patrols and came back. So as a group, if you see our quad, we say that, you know, in the time of need, all of us will join hands and we will make sure that the adversary is not able to, you know, meet its designs, which they are planning to. But yes, three aircraft carriers to start with. And I don't think we need more than that because our, we're not interested in going and establishing ourselves anywhere outside. We are very happy with what we are doing in our area of responsibility and ensuring that everything is by the book. Right. So aircraft carriers take a long time to build. You know, there's a debate that going forward, submarines will be more effective, both in attack and defense. So should India prefer submarines over aircraft carriers? Look, uh, I'm a naval officer. I know what is the importance of aircraft carrier and what right. is the important of, importance of a submarine. So I will not uh, bite the bait because we know what what is the difference between apples and oranges. Both are required. Now comes the priority because it costs costs huge amount of money. So we are uh, our planners have the plans. Everything is in place, and uh, gradually you will find that 
all the needs of the indian navy are going to be met but yes it might take some little more time because of the various factors you see the pandemic has brought uh, the economy on the back foot so this kind of money sparing this kind of money and dedicating it towards armed forces maybe over a 10 10 year uh, period or a span of time yes it is possible but uh, immediately getting all these things let this prioritization be done by the naval planners and i am uh, we are aware that the government is not shying away from holding the hands of the armed forces security of the nation is a prime concern for everybody so i will not get into this debate whether we need aircraft carrier or submarines because we know it in the best interest of the nation the government the navy the planners everybody is together on board and uh, things are moving forward in the right and the desired direction right one final question sir you know they say a carrier is like a city can you briefly describe a day in the life of a sailor and a pilot <clears throat> you see the aircraft carrier is a huge and a humongous structure it takes few years to build mm -hmm. you will be surprised it has got thousands of compartments on board you will be surprised to know that the amount of power it generates can light up the whole cochin one wow. city of kerala it can uh, also when uh, you know vikrant and virat used to be there they can light up south bombay that is the kind of electricity they generate the number of people which stay on board is 1800 can you imagine the number of uh, meals that are to be cooked continuously starting from the morning tea to breakfast to the you know snack time 10 o'clock tea then lunch then again evening tea then dinner and continuous 24/7 so that is the kind of manpower which is required on board maintaining the ship thousands of compartments meant uh, keeping an eye on everything on board and then you have such costly assets in the terms of uh, aircraft carriers aircraft fighters then you have helicopters then you have various auxiliary machinery which has to be looked after so it is by far you know it's like a city a city which requires everything it is akin to that okay it's 15 story building which is 262 meters long which has thousands of compartments which has such costly machinery which has got such costly aircraft on board the maintenance maintenance equipment the workshops you name it it is a, a what you have said is akin to a city is the right comparison which you have done and it's a it's a it's a work in progress 24 hours on board people are divided into three batches and uh, one batch is always on duty so that means out of 1800 people 600 people are always alert wow. and 200 people are you know either relaxing or taking rest right and this is how the life on board aircraft carrier moves so it's a huge responsibility it's a i'm a, sure it's it's a challenge to serve on board an aircraft carrier and hats off to the captain who commands it he's like the mayor of the city who has to look after <laughs> the smallest and the biggest thing which is happening on board 
Right, sir. Right. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us with those insights, Captain Sharma. Well, it is the right moment to wish the Navy, the captain and the crew of the INS Vikrant years of safe sailing and success in protecting our waters. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you.